<laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> to another exciting episode of Sarah Night Gaming. As we start a brand new campaign in year three, continuing the awesome experience you have had thus far with Heavenscape, but in a brand new setting. Who's ready for some cyberpunk? This guy. Mate. Maybe. Just maybe. <laughs> That's right. We are going to the future of Typhus. For those who have listened to our Fanes in the Dark, uh, Saw and Riddle and Steel, and Project Typhon, we're going to the near future of Project Typhon, 20 years in the future since those events, into a beautiful, amazing city of Neo-Typhus. The sprawling urban center where technology just flourishes. So does crime, but that's okay. Because stuff happens. And who knows? We got like a whole bunch of criminals we might come across. I don't know. I mean, guess we'll find out, won't we? Guess so. Maybe our players have been bad little people. Bad little people? Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. So let's go ahead and start this off. Let's go around and let's go introduce <laughs> ourselves and our character name. Let's not go into details of the character yet. Let's start over my left. Oh, ja, we can start over here. Guten Tag. My name will be Heinrich. Um, uh, I'll be played by Tony and I will do my best to try and stay in character. Uh, sadly, that means I will have to be a murder bot. I am Ronnie. I'll be playing Grabnar the Grim. And he will be grabbing things. Oh, he'll grab. He'll be grabbing things angrily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he actually gets to make his first recorded appearance. That's right. First recorded appearance. Got to tone it down on my language. <laughs> Up until now, he's had a few guest appearances that have actually shaped uh, history. Hmm. I am Laura. I will be playing Dawn Aster, also known as Disaster. Um, she's known to be somewhat bad luck in groups, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I'm Jason, and I'll be playing the uh, Scorpion. That's uh, say so you nice know spell. That's yes, you know dollar sign C zero R P one zero slash backslash slash. <laughs> it is awesome, actually. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, "This is fantastic." That is that is awesome. Love it. All right. Um, I'm Quinn, and I will be playing Virgil Morrow. I'm the other Laura, and I'm playing Anya Lyric. And I'm Scott. I will be the narrator. For this fine group of people who have gotten in trouble with the law. And we can go ahead and set the scene. So. <clears throat> you screwed up. You I landed yourself in prison. Sorry, I made a mistake. Oh, you're not sitting in the chair the right way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, the stool only goes one way. All around. Not if you look at the top of the stool, there is a top and a bottom. 
The star on it? Oh, yes. Was it front and the back? Uh, but to set the scene here for everyone, you have arrived in the city various means. Maybe you've lived here, born here. Maybe you just like visiting. But regardless, each of you have done something to uh, break the law. Something that really upset the Phalanx Corps, who controls and runs the entire city, along with their personal security force, the Myrmidons. But each of you also possesses unique qualities that could be useful. So, we'll see how useful of a prisoner you can be. Let's start with you, Heinrich. Ja, I've been on good behavior. I have not killed anybody in the past three days. It's because you've been in prison for the past three days. <laughs> ja, well, I mean, that's why. You. <laughs> you can kill people in prison. It was all solitary confinement. They were like, hey, you don't go over there. Sit still. Be quiet. And I was like, fine. If I have to. All right. So. They have not seen my mushy in days. No, you have been separated from your mushy. Yes, <clears throat> Horrible. Yes. Cruel and unjust. It's very inhumane. Or very in, in robotic. You have <laughs> also been separated from your oversized mech. I'm also very equally upset about that. So you've That's been good. sitting here in this cell, which pretty much has three walls. The so fourth it is not, wall is not a box. No, the, well, the fourth wall oh. is an actual energy barrier. Can I break the fourth wall? Don't break. <laughs> Don't break the fourth wall. No. <laughs> Uh, so you can see out you can see everything that goes on the outside and everybody can see in but you just can't get past it because of the barrier no privacy. I've tried though you have tried okay you've bashed your head up against the wall multiple times as well just to see just checking just checking you're just checking the structural integrity of the white barrier so basically it's bars that I cannot bend right now yeah the entire wall is like a force field. No bars. Solid. Well, I give it to the Nushis. They are getting smarter. <laughs> and you haven't had any visitors. Have I seen anybody walking past? Yeah, have you seen the guards? And they ignore you. Oh, well, that is rude. You try to start conversations, they don't really care about you. So, how's about the bears? <laughs> But you do have a visitor today, though. That's what changes. Oh. Spicy. Yes. What do they look like? Well, first, you hear the lovely sound of the elevator. Does it have elevator music? <laughs> you just hear it arrive at the floor and open. And usually when this happens, it's the guards. Usually. And they smell of whiskey and regret. 
Ah, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Whiskey and regret. Sounds like a country. But song. today <laughs> is yeah. different. Today your fate may change. Maybe. Possibly. Well, if I was into bushies, I would think that she was very attractive. Does she have any cybernetics? No, she doesn't actually. Disgusting. That's what's really interesting about her. Disgusting. So you see this lady walking in this nice business suit, all dressed up and proper, walking towards you, and you can hear the heels click on the floor. Oh, it's rhythmic. <laughs> she seems very uptight. I bet she always puts the uh, the toothpaste. She always rolls it up. <laughs> but she makes her way towards your cell. Guten Tag, Mom Fraulein. What can I do for you today? <clears throat> she just kind of looks you over, grabs her data pad, and just looks at some information. I think it's customary for you mushies to talk when you are spoken to. So she's looking at it. She looks at you and she says, Hmm. You are very interesting. Aha, ja, I agree. Where did you come from? Places. I've done things. <laughs> How about you? Where did you get the technology to travel across the realms? It. Oh, well... There was this one guy, and he said, let's make a robot, and then me. And then they were like, laws of Asimov, and I was like, screw that. And then there was a war, but that went poorly. And then there was this guy, and he had a brother, but they were very opposed to each other on how they would deal with things. One was like, hey, let's fix everything, and the other one was like, oh, I'm going to blow up the entire universe. And I'm going to tell you, one of them got their way. So I don't have a home anymore. And then I went some other places with this guy. He was angsty. But I got stuck. But then my mushy, she started getting hungry. And on a world of robots, there is no food. <laughs> so I brought her here. And you're all very rude, I must tell you. She says, ah, yes, you have been quite busy since you arrived. As she brings up in front of you the different camera footage. Okay, see, there was a, it was a good reason for everything I've done. And she just looks at you waiting for the reason. Mushies are lesser beings. So it does, it's like <laughs> if you kicked a puppy, would somebody put you in jail? Hmm. <laughs> she says you have a very interesting viewpoint. A good one, yes, I know. Hmm. And you have a very specific skill set that could be useful. I guess it could. I don't know if it matters anymore. God is dead. <laughs> <laughs> she questions you. She goes, and which God was this? Is he God? For two. <clears throat> He's dead. Life no longer matters. When you say the, the word for two, you can see that on the expression on her face, like it registers, like it's not questioning like you're just spelling off numbers is like she recognizes the name of course she does it's god everybody <laughs> knows who god is now all that's left is mushy gods and nobody wants those she says very fascinating 
how would you like to see your person again? Oh, my Mushi? I would love to see her. She's always so very kind. She put this arm on me when I lost it. Well, not the same one, but it, this one's better. She says, well, I have a proposition for you. Okay. I you, have possibly an answer for you. You complete a job for me. What do you want me to do? And I will not only give you back your human. Mushy. Her name is Mushy. <laughs> My Mushy. But also transport you anywhere you want to go. Anywhere. Doesn't even have to be here in this city or in this world. Well, that sounds interesting, I guess. What do you want me to do? Does it fall in my skill sets? Yes. So you want me to kill things? If you choose to. Then yes. That's all you had to say. <laughs> Lead with that next time. And she uh, turns around. She starts walking off. And she says, the guards will be here soon. They will transport you. And then we will talk more. Um, Heinrich abides. And she, as she walks off, all of a sudden, you know, lights go out. It's okay. I have night vision. <laughs> a robot. No, don't care. Let's move on to Gravnar. Who is in solitary confinement. Oh, he's in paradise. <laughs> because he was put in general population. <laughs> and then people ended up losing limbs. Well, that's what happens when you give me a paper clip. <laughs> so, Gravnar has been put in solitary confinement for the protection of others. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily because he wanted it. It just kind of worked out that way. Good to say he didn't want it. And that's why he was... Right. Doing whatever it was he was doing to get there. So, Grabnar, you get different treatment. You don't get to see what's going on on the outside. <laughs> you get a energy wall that's completely blocked off. <laughs> and actually, from what you can tell from the way the guards have been talking to you, they can see in, but you can't see out. I make sure to pick my nose at the reflections and all this other stuff. <laughs> you just see like a mirror reflection of yourself on the wall. Mm -hmm. So, you stand there, a hulking man, six foot eight, large figure. You look like you could just rip somebody's arms off while thinking of it. You also look like you would fit in here, too. And that's when you hear, because you don't see it, but you hear the kind of clicking of heels. Hey, what, what, what the hell is that clicking sound? And then you, for the first time since you've been put in this cell, are able to see outside of it. Well, no, that just ruins my... Oh, wait. 
Why, hello. And you see this businesswoman as she stands in front of you with a tablet as she's reviewing it. As she does, she just kind of moves her hand and throws basically these videos up in front of you. Camera footage right before you were arrested. <laughs> yeah, what didn't quite work out the way I wanted it to. Oh, oh. I was hoping for a stun, but it threw the axe and it just kind of blew up his leg. So she looks at you. She says, You. Are a fascinating person. I get that from time to time. Your equipment is also very fascinating and not of this world. How did you get here? Well, I had a doohickey. There's, uh, 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 it's not here anymore. You took it. <laughs> I press the button and I just go poof, go places. Well, part of my job. She looks at you and she says, "Well, why didn't you just poof and leave here?" Well, your snipers kind of uh, damaged it. it. Looked like they knew what they were looking for. <laughs> well, our snipers are pretty accurate. They only miss when they want to. Yeah, they're not sure one of the mill Tupperware. I'll give you that. <laughs> she says, you look like a military man of yourself. Oh, never in the military, just a grandson of Adani. Adon what? Adani. She looks at you kind of intrigued. Well, that's what people call gods where I'm from. She goes, ah, another god. Another one? Do I have family here? <laughs> <laughs> so, as she reviews the footage of you, well, attacking three men in an alleyway, and your acts that just spontaneously turn into a uh, grenade explosion when it hits somebody's knee. <laughs> she is very, very interested in what you're capable of. So she looks at you, she says, Grabnar, yes? what if I was to offer you not only your freedom, but the ability to leave this place? Well, I kind of like it in here because I'm by myself, but I would kind of like to be home by myself. <laughs> I have a minute to say I can, um, the food here doesn't quite settle well. She says, well, I have a proposition for you. I am listening. You complete a job for me. And then you can go anywhere you like in the multiverse. You can go back to your swamp. Um, I take offense to that remark. 
I didn't come from a swamp. What are you doing in my swamp? <laughs> I actually have a high-tech mansion. For my jobs. She says, well, what do you think? If it gets me home to uh, a mansion, then yeah. Sure. Why not? I'm kind of bored anyways. <laughs> yep. And she says, sounds like a deal. As she turns around and starts walking, she says, the guards would be here momentarily to transport you. And don't mind the updates you're about to receive. It can be a little painful. That's what my ex said. Yes. <laughs> all right, you walk off, or she walks off, and let's move on to Dawn. So, Dawn, you've been given some similar treatment. You prefer being alone fair and uh have also been put in solitary confinement and yet the voices just don't stop they don't now granted you weren't like grabnar you didn't start it <laughs> you just finished it <laughs> you just finished it but uh, unlike his treatment you're actually able to see out the wall <laughs> yes and of course you've been you know visited by these guards who when they appear during this very high tech armor you recognize them you know who they are special forces essentially do I know their names or do I just make up names for them and wave as they go by yes that's what you do <laughs> you just come up with names for them that one's Jeffrey. Bobby! Bobby? Bobby! Wait. <laughs> Bobby! <laughs> but then you were given oh, a visitor. Bobby. And this is not a guard. This is this businesswoman as she makes her way towards you. And you know who she is. You recognize her. Mm. Because she's all over the screens and everything. She is the CEO of Phalanx Corps. She's taller than I thought she'd be. <laughs> Yes. And of course, you know her, uh, and she goes by Morgan. Mm. She's, you know, very well known throughout the entire world, actually. And she's paying you a visit. I feel so special. <laughs> <laughs> so, she approaches you, and she has her tablet in front of her, as she's just kind of going through information. And then she looks at you and she says, You are very capable. That's right. You know how to hide your tracks very well. Well, I don't really like people following me. She only shows one uh, camera image mm -hmm. of you, and that's from the, when you were arrested, from the botched assassination attempt. I mean, 
rude, but okay. <laughs> she says, This is the only footage that I have of you. You are very thorough. However, I guess you can make mistakes just like any of us can. Well, you know, people have off days. I don't know. I had fun anyway. <laughs> and of course, as she shows the video, you know, you see yourself and after you complete the assassination, you're just standing over the body. And then you're just talking to someone. Jokes. And laughing. <laughs> and so she asks you, she says, So tell me, who were you working with? With? What do you mean? Well, you were talking to someone. You had to be working with somebody. Somebody had to give you the job. I'm sure I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> So she looks at you a second more, and then she just says, hmm, I believe you could be very useful. Well, you know, good luck with that. <laughs> she says, you had the skill set. You had the capabilities. Technically true. I have an offer for you. Oh. But it will require you to work with a team. <laughs> for how long? <laughs> <laughs> the requirement is not for the team to survive. Oh. It's just for the job to be completed. Okay, I think we'll be fine then. <laughs> I mean, do we have to complete the job together or does the job just have to get done? <laughs> All I care about is the job being completed. How you complete it, that's up to you. I'll make it work. Wait, what do I get out of this? <laughs> Well, you get your freedom, you get this footage erased, and to top it off, I can send you anywhere you want to go. Inside the city, outside the city, you choose. Well, I will hold on to that blank check if you don't mind. <laughs> See what I can come up with later. We can discuss more details later as far as what you would want out of this arrangement. But if you would like to move forward with the arrangement, I can show you to the team. Well, it's not like there's much to do in here. It's a bit boring, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just hope that your skills haven't gone too rusty. Oh, never. <laughs> never? You see Bob? Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, wait. Uh, I didn't do that. <laughs> but she just smiles and she says, I think this will work out very well for both of us. I look forward to it. So she takes her tablet, you know, she starts walking away and she says, And uh, don't mind the updates I'm giving you. As she points at the back of her head, it can be a little painful. As she walks off. Mm -hmm. Alright. Moving on. Absolutely. We have Scorpion. Money sign. So. <laughs> so you, sir. 
have been quite busy. Mainly upgrading yourself. Well, that's a given. <laughs> Hacking into places you probably shouldn't be. They were there. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it was there. They had security open. What was I supposed to do? Just walk away from it? Nah, I don't. Can't walk away from something that easy. So, you here have been putting your all the other hackers. And what you've seen in your part of the prison is that each of these people have been actually uh, plucked, so to speak. The guards would come in, they would grab them, and they would just escort them out, and they would never return. So, from what you can, you know, uh, guess of the situation, they're essentially using them for something. Maybe to beef up their own security. Maybe to get into somebody else's security. Maybe to make a point. Yeah, probably just to make a point. They don't look like much to me. So, you get a visitor. But this is unlike the other ones that you've seen. These aren't guards. This is a businesswoman. As she makes her way towards you. And of course, you already know who she is. She's very public figure. You know her as the CEO of the failing score. So she makes her way to you. As she does, she says, Scorpion. Oh. It's nice to meet you in person. I know. <laughs> I'm just that great. <laughs> as she looks through and she goes, I wonder if you're the person who uh, hacked my photos few months ago. What? I would never. <laughs> yeah, those are good. <laughs> uh, she goes, oh, well, I'm sure your talents are just being wasted sitting in here. You think? I mean, come on. Your net signal down here sucks. <laughs> I've been playing single player games. Do you know how terrible that is? <laughs> she just laughs. <laughs> she just looks at you and she goes, I think you would make a great addition. To you or to what? <laughs> she goes, well, you noticed uh, the others have been, well, escorted out. Yeah, they, they slugged, so they left. Why? Turns out they didn't uh, pass the interview process. Must be pretty easy. I'm looking for someone who has great skill, not just your average hacker. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. I need someone who can find people who don't want to be found, no matter how hard they try to hide their digital footprint. I mean,. If you're looking for skills, you got skills. I have an offer for you. We can skip the whole interview process. Yeah, makes sense. I have a job for you to complete. It's with a team. Like with people? 
<laughs> yes, there's actual people. Hey. Now all I ask is for the job to be completed. Once it's completed, now on what I'll give you your freedom, I'll give you a whole new identity. I'll even transport you anywhere you like to go. Here in this city or elsewhere. Now, I, I got some heat on me. Would you be able to get rid of that? Get rid of all of it. I can even give you a brand new identity. If that's what you wish. I can handle my own identity. Just certain people in the city got a little bit of uh, trouble with me. Mm -hmm. So they don't want me around. Well, I can make all that go away. I... I love the voice. <laughs> <laughs> so she says... She turns around and starts walking away. She says, Transport will be here soon. They'll take you to meet the others. Alright, you could be there? <laughs> she says, I will be there. And I will give you full details on the job I have for you at that time. Meanwhile, you need some upgrades. Ooh, okay. <laughs> says she kind of looks at you and she kind of like tells you, shh. She goes, oh, secret guy. <laughs> I got you. They may be slightly painful. I can deal with pain. <laughs> As she smiles and she walks away. Virgil! Yes. Wrong place, wrong time, right? Always. <laughs> Just looking for something to take the edge off. Naturally. Celebrity life is... And you walked into a sting operation. It happens. More times than I'd care to admit. So you didn't actually put you in a high security. They put you in low security. Mm -hmm. You know. Your accommodations are a little bit better. Actually, if you want to say that, you're in a group cell of like five other people. Oh, no. Which all of them know you. And so every one of them has been coming to you and say, Hey, I would love to get your autograph when we get out of here. <laughs> it's 50 bucks. That's lowballing it. And just every one of them just asking about your career, how you got there, you know, what's it like being at the top. You got to kill a lot of people. Your hands dirty. But hey, it's worth it. Well, you are actually approached by two security guards. Or should I say Securitrons? The little robotic security that put you here. Okay. So they go and they open up the cell and they walk in and they directly look at you and they say, Virgil? Yes. Come with us. Where to? You have been summoned. <laughs> they turn around and they just walk off. Picks up his stuff and follows him. Dusts off his jacket. Puts it on. And you have one on each other side of you as you guys are walking down the hall. Meanwhile, the other guys in the cell are like, Don't forget about us! <laughs> and they take you to basically that interrogation room. 
And as they, lawyer. as they put you in there, they leave. And then the door opens again, but this time it's not the Securitron. Oh, it's this finally. businesswoman. And you know who she is. She's the CEO of the Phalanx Corps. Not only that, but you actually did an event for them. What's your name again? So she walks into the room and she sees you. And she goes, well, Virgil, last time we met, there was different circumstances. She goes, you remember me, Morgan. Yes. I'm the one that, you know, greenlit the extra extravagant expense for the show. So she goes, she sits down in front of you. Tasty hors d'oeuvres, by the way. And she looks at you and she says, This is real troublesome, what I'm looking at. And she looks at her tablet. She goes, You have such a bright future. This just stains it. I mean, who would hire you when you got out? Even if the accusations didn't stick. Fair point. I'm assuming this is where we make some sort of trade. Make I have a, a job. A couple public appearances for your people. It's a different kind of job. She says, from my understanding, you have a certain skill set that's not very public. Go on. More or less like to keep it under wraps, work from the shadows. That's the skill set that I need. I don't need the charismatic model. Everyone needs a model. <laughs> we look good on paper. But I'm willing to take the package deal. All right. So I have an offer for you. You complete this job for me, mm -hmm. working with a team. People? Yes. Morgan, you know I'm not a people person. She says, I've been getting that quite a lot today. <laughs> yes. But I'm important. You know I don't work well with others. They never they never get the... The makeup's never right. They never get the, the sound clipped right. She says, well... Hard help is hard to find these days. Sir. If it helps you any, the only thing I care about is this job being completed. <sighs> Fair enough. As long as the job's completed, I can erase this from your record. I can make it as if it never happened. I can make people forget that it even happened. And if you like, you can go anywhere you like in this world. Sign me up. Because I don't really have a choice. Wrong place, wrong time. And she grabs her tablet and she looks at you. And then you see her to start fiddling with it. And she goes, Well, the escort will be here soon. Take you to go meet your new team members. In the meantime, as she presses a few buttons, you notice a slight tingling. It could get worse. But it's updates that you'll need. 
as she walks off and leaves the room. Better not mess up any of my third-party apps. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And let's go move on to Anya. So you are in probably the most heavily fortified part of the prison. (laughs) Yes. Well, it turns out working with a terrorist group puts you there. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's what you keep telling them. But they're very convinced that you are part of this terrorist cell. Never heard of them. So you have experienced probably one of the worst experiences in this prison whatsoever. Not only have you been put in here in solitary confinement, but as you try to sleep, they repeatedly turn the lights on and then bombard you with sound. And then they stop. Give you a little bit to rest. And they do it again and again. They've been doing this for a day now. Feels like forever. Yes. But the next morning... You actually realized that you fell asleep for a few hours and you weren't awakened. You find it very strange, very odd. It's very strange. And then, as you open your eyes and you look out, you see outside the cell this woman walking towards you. Businesswoman. You can hear the heels as they hit the floor. And you recognize her. You know who she is. And you know why she would have an issue with a terrorist organization. Because she's the CEO of Phalanx Corps. Which this organization that you've been accused of being a part of is heavily against. Wasn't me. (laughs) So she approaches you. Mm -hmm. She has her tablet in hand. And then she brings up the recordings of your capture. And she says, so, you were caught at the scene with all this evidence, as she points to the bodies in the video. They were like that when I got there. (laughs) And she says, so you've told us. But it just so happened that we had a tip. That brought us to that location. Could have been a good Samaritan. I'm being set up, I promise. (laughs) That's also very possible. And she goes and she checks your records. She goes, yes. Your father. He uh, runs a cyberware shop. Mm -hmm. Very legitimate. We've checked into his records. Nothing there. Your brother. Maybe a different story. As she brings up his arrest record. And just, you can scroll down. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, you know, I actually believe you. Finally, somebody with a brain. But the evidence doesn't, unfortunately. 
Well, you're like one of those higher ups, so you can just make it disappear, right? <laughs> I could make it disappear. But I'd rather make this a bargain. So she looks at you and she says, I'll make an offer. You help me complete a job. Not only will I remove this from you in your record, but I will also give you your brother. Sounds good to me. And so she tells you, you have to work with a team to complete this job. Like a people team? <laughs> if you want to call them that. Some of them are kind of questionable. Mm. But you work together with them. You complete this. And then we can make all this go away for you. So she closes down her tablet. And then she begins to walk off. And then she says, security will be here soon. And they will escort you to meet your new team members. Can't wait. I do apologize in advance. They don't take kindly to dealing with accused terrorists. So she walks off. And as she does, as for everyone when she's walked off, y'all start to get that tingling feeling that she was describing. And then you start feeling like a pounding headache almost. Oh, here it goes. <laughs> and then it's just so much of a migraine that you just basically just black out. For you, sir. Oh, Yours is a little worse. Oh. Are they messing with my firmware? <laughs> yes. Because oh. you start like. What's my arm doing? Why is it doing that? <laughs> Why is it moving? I'm not telling it to. <laughs> it almost feels like you're like being rewritten almost. Well, new religions all the time. <laughs> but none of it changes your memories and your view of 4-2. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. I will join you soon in death. As you see him float in the air with like the sun behind him. It's it's almost like stained glass window. It's beautiful. But soon your entire system just shuts down. 